Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, a podcast all about beer from a West Virginia perspective. I'm Aaron McCoy here with my podcast partner, Charles Bakway. Thank you, Aaron. We've got some great West Virginia brewery news today. We sure do. And I'm very excited to hear all of the details. Yeah, the newest brewery to enter the West Virginia family of breweries will be in Martinsburg, West Virginia. It's called Amani Brewing, and it will open on Friday, January 28th. That's right. And we're happy to have joining us today the founder of Amani Brewing, Kurt Kimbrell. Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, Kurt. Thanks, Charles and Aaron. Thanks for having me on the show. It's great to be here. Well, Kurt, it's been over a decade since we last had a brewery in Martinsburg. I mean, it was back in 2011 when Mountaineer Brewing Company closed its doors, and it's been a long dry spell, I think, since then. And, you know, we're really happy uh, that Berkeley County has got a new brewery. It's going to be fantastic to get local beer again in Martinsburg. So, Kurt, I think the West Virginia beer community, though, is very interested in your background and how you got interested in opening a commercial brewery. I got into this the homebrew uh, route and went down the rabbit hole that doesn't seem to end. Um, once we got far enough in, we it was a perfect fit for what we wanted to do and what our future growth model was. So here we are opening at the end of the month. Well, the Martinsburg area is growing in population and compared to many other parts of West Virginia, it seems pretty prosperous too. So I'm curious about your opinion on why it took so long for a new brewery to come to that area and open in Martinsburg. And what is it that gives you confidence that you can build success in the business in the Martinsburg market? I'm not sure what took so long uh, with the hype uh, and the amount of breweries that are coming out across the country. We haven't seen growth like that before. And this area is perfect for that. It's located between Hagerstown and Winchester, both who have a lot of great breweries. Uh, we're very close to the metropolitan area within driving distance easily. Um, we have a sizable outdoor space um, and I, we're putting out some really good beers. I think we're going to be a big draw and there's a lot of things we want to do within the community, both for a destination and to support the community. Well, Kurt, how would you describe then your long range goals for Amani Brewing? Maybe like let's let the end of the first year, if that's not too far looking out. Uh, at the end of the first year, I'm hoping the dust settles a little bit. Uh, and then we will start adding some outdoor venue space. We have about two and a half acres fenced in for outdoor uh, consumption, if you will, but also entertainment. So late summer, early fall, we plan to add a pavilion with an outdoor serving bar and restrooms. Uh, that would be you know, like our first expansion here at the property. Well, now for the more fun stuff. So let's get into your beer lineup. In a nutshell, how would you describe the experience that you're going to be offered to beer drinkers and craft beer people like me? We, we are trying to offer a wide range of beers uh, out of the gate because we have a mixed diversity of customer base that we know will be coming. Uh, we're fortunately 10 miles from some really good breweries in Maryland. Uh, but our local scene isn't quite as diverse as that population. So we're trying to offer things that will both attract the new to craft beer consumer as well as the experienced craft beer consumer. 
we plan on starting out with eight beers on tap. We will have a pale ale, a porter, three New England IPAs, a Pilsner, a fruited sour, and a regular IPA. Well, let's go back uh, and focus on, say, three or four of the beers that you believe will be your, probably your most popular or the ones at least you want to talk about. Uh, what would those four, three or four be, and maybe a few sentences about each beer? So the first one that I think will be the most popular just because of uh, our local population will be the Mountaineer, which is uh, Pilsner, 5.3%. Um, it's very low in bittering units, easy to drink. Uh, I think that will be the beer that, that we can get them from the uh, Bud Light scene over into craft beer. So it's a good introduction there. Uh, we will also have a sessionable pale ale. It's called our Wander Series. It's 4.6%, but with a single hop. So we feature a single hop or combination of two hops in each series. So both us and experienced beer consumers can see what that individual hop's doing in a beer. Uh, and then that will give us a better idea how we compare it with other things going forward. The Porter is just a easy drinking winter Porter beer, uh, perfect for this time of year and, and around campfires. So I'm hoping with all of our outdoor fire pits, that'll be a big hit. Uh, and then the uh, fruited sour we're we think that's going to be a big hit with the consumer base that maybe isn't into craft beer but more into the wine side of things or there are going to be i think a lot of wives that come here that maybe aren't craft beer drinkers but that's something that they could drink while they're here uh that isn't a typical beer uh like they're used to drinking or seeing their husbands drink well you're uh certainly getting into what I call the more popular brew pub kind of styles. And we're seeing that of course, in other breweries, not only in your part of the uh, state, but also around West Virginia. I mean, even though West Virginia is probably not a leading edge kind of cutting edge anyway, uh, craft beer state, you really have to look and see what people are making here. And my goodness, what's selling our IPAs at craft breweries, you know, what's selling our uh, fruited sours. I mean, that is, you know, a lot of the market in West Virginia right now, at least from local small breweries. Yeah. It's kind of, we like to make what we like to drink. So uh, we've kind of stuck with that motto, but we've all also tried to be all inclusive in that process. Our ABVs are going to be a little bit more sessionable than you see in a lot of uh, you know, modern craft breweries. We're trying to keep things below 8%, and most of our beers will range between 4.6 to 6.6. So I think it'll be a little more sessionable for, for people to consume. And then do you uh, expect when you mentioned a lot of beers to start that you're going to open with, will customers expect that? you'll rotate through your some of your taps um with new beers coming out in the year or will you tend to want to stick with say a lineup of eight or ten uh, more core beers i think we'll stick with a lineup but i don't think we'll be able to stay core uh it's the most of the consumers in the market don't seem to want to have a core uh solid core of beer i think we're going to try to blend both of those mindsets to start so that we do rotate new beers in 
but also provide some staples that they could revert back to if they want to. Well, let's change gears a little bit and talk about your physical installation. Um, of course, you've got some some social media pictures up. It looks like you've got a really nice tap room. Can you can you talk about that? Tell us a little bit about what it's like. Yeah, the the tap room is about seventeen hundred square feet. Uh, we have seating for about eighty uh, and occupancy for about one hundred and twenty. Wow, that that's pretty good size. Um, what about parking? Do you have your own? parking lot or how's parking at the facility? Yes, we so we're based on a very large piece of ground. So we have plenty of parking. Um, we have a parking for about 150 vehicles, and which I think is going to be enough. I don't know. The first weekend might be weird. <laughs> Your location too. I, you know, I haven't been there yet. I'd love to get up there before too long. But uh, I saw your location is not too far off the uh, interstate exit there. So describe, uh, you're off of... Uh... Yeah, we're off the Spring Mills exit, and we're just under three miles off the exit. So we're very close to the interstate. And I-81 is a great corridor for a lot of really good breweries between Hagerstown, Williamsport, and Winchester. So we're right in line with that 81 corridor for people to stop and and have beer if they're making a day of it. Yeah. Speaking of that 81 quarter, I, I saw that you're doing a, and maybe by the time uh, we even get this or people listening to this, it'll be passed, but uh, you're working a little bit with the folks at Cushwa in uh, Williamsport, right? Uh, in Maryland? Yes, we're going up. Uh, we've been invited to go over and pour with those guys at their uh, five-year anniversary next weekend, which is huge. There, there are going to be some stellar breweries there. Yeah, I saw the lineup for that. That is a really nice looking event. Well, Kushwa itself, certainly one of the better breweries, small breweries in that region. No doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And they're a fantastic bunch of guys over there. They really are. So have they helped you uh, along the way here as you've been trying to get, get a place opened? Uh, or have you? I just wondered. Yes, absolutely. I'm very close with Garrett, one of the owners over there, and have known him for years. Um, and he, he's been a, a tremendous help in this journey. Well, you've given us a lot of hints on the beers, and they sound tasty, but uh, I think some of our listeners certainly are a little more knowledgeable brewery people that also want to hear about uh, how you're making your beer and like what kind of equipment you have. So let's start Give us a little background or a little, uh, I guess, a summary of your brewing equipment. Start with the brew house. So our brew house is kind of a hybrid. It is a three-vessel electric, uh, which I know is, is not the norm right now, but I couldn't afford steam. So we have a five-barrel brew house. We have mash tun with rake. Uh, we have a full kettle, and then we also added a whirlpool kettle so that we could adjust temperature before some of the dry hop or before some of the hopping and also get a good troop settlement in that vessel uh, before knocking out. Mm -hmm. Now let's uh, talk a little about your fermentation. How much capacity do you have? How many vessels or tanks? We have five, five barrel fermenters and one 10 barrel fermenter. And we already need more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, packaging, I know you'll certainly be probably kegging some beer uh, for draft, but uh, any anything else or talk about that 
with the demand of opening a new brewery, I don't know how much we're going to have available to go, but we are going to have some select stuff to go. Our plan is to do singles. Uh, we'll basically can a select amount of beer for the weekend, the day prior to opening and sell singles to go uh, with a limit uh, so that people do have the opportunity to take a few things with them to go. Okay. So you will be doing uh, you, you have a little manual type canner uh, to do some small batch canning. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, we have a little October can seamer and we're just going to do the single one-off thing and until we can get things up and running and actually decide what canning line or small canning system will best fit us. Yeah, I think that's smart. Um, then maybe down the road, once you kind of see the market, uh, possibly do a little self-distribution to some local places or what's your thought on that? I think distribution is a longer term goal for us. Uh, I don't see it as a, as a near end goal uh, with the amount of outdoor space and, and venue and entertainment things we plan on doing here. I think most of the beer that we produce will be consumed and sold on site. Well, what do you um, would you suggest is the best way for beer fans to keep up with your beer offerings and specials, events, et cetera, just everything that you're going to be involved in? Um, Instagram and Facebook, uh, hands down the, you know, the most popular sources of getting information out and staying connected with everybody. Okay. So look them up. Amani Brewing. Yeah. Hey, I, I got one more thing I thought of here. Um, I always like to ask people that are getting started, Kurt, uh, did you get any help from some of the either local or state business development groups or like your economic development agency or authority in your County, anything like that? Not yet. Uh, everything we've done uh, to date has been self-funded. And, uh, but I do plan on getting with them on some future things that we have uh, in the works for outside areas. You being new, you know, you may not be that familiar with all the festivals in the state, but come spring and summer, there are going to be a lot of, uh, of beer festivals this year, we hope. <laughs> And uh, it would be great to see you at some of those. And uh, would that be in your plans to probably try to get to at least a few of the, the major beer festivals in other parts of West Virginia? It's a possibility if we can, if the dust has settled enough here that we can control that and, and make arrangements to get down there, we'd absolutely love to. We've covered some great ground here. Is there anything that comes to your mind that you'd like to let people in on or, or that you'd like to mention before we close up our interview today? No, we're just excited to meet everybody and, and really, really excited to start this journey. Uh, I think the, the Eastern Panhandle is a great place to open a brewery. Um, and I think we have the ability to not only bring new craft beer drinkers to this industry, but also share those with our friends, you know, just across the way, even in Williamsport. So I'm looking forward to helping grow this industry, uh, both here and in larger areas to make the whole craft beer scene better. Well, we're really tickled again to have a brewery in Martinsburg. And by the time most people probably even watch this, it, it'll be open. No, we're really excited to bring craft beer back to Martinsburg uh, and to be the one that, that does it. So we're, we're looking forward to this journey and, and for also doing a lot of things to give back to the county that, that's going to help support us as well. So it's, it's going to be a great, great journey. Yeah. Are you friends with any of the uh, other folks in the area there that do have breweries in West Virginia? Have you worked with any of them? 
I have, I, I've worked with one. I haven't worked with any of the others, but I've worked with Shane over at um, Kakapin. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It, Shane, Shane puts out some really, really good beers. Uh, yeah. so, didn't, didn't he also spend some time helping with the folks at, at Kushwa? He did. And that's where I met Shane. Um, I, when I first started this home brewing thing and, and uh, Garrett and I were first becoming friends, his old equipment was constantly breaking down and I was helping him fix it. And that's how I met Shane because he was actually brewing for Garrett at the time. So it's awesome to have him over in the Eastern panhandle uh, as another brewery. Cause like I say, they're putting out great beers over there. Yeah. And that's uh and mountain brewing in, in uh, Berkeley Springs, which is what about 20 miles from you or less. I don't know. A little less about a 20 minute trip. Aaron, anything else from you? Not anything that I can think of other than I'm excited to, yeah, as Charles said, it'll be, it'll be neat to get up there and, and check out your facility and definitely drink some of your beer. And of course we here at West Virginia Beer Roads wish you the best of luck with your opening and hope that everything's successful for you. Thanks so much guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And thanks for all you do for the craft beer in West Virginia. You've been hearing from Kurt Kimbrell, founder and brewer at Amani Brewing in Martinsburg, West Virginia. So for Aaron McCoy, I'm Charles Bachway, thanking you for listening today to West Virginia Beer Roads. This brings us to the close of another podcast. Remember, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast host. West Virginia Beer Roads is a production of BrilliantStream.com.